Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go NFL now up into the United States of America. We are joined by the Lions beat writer for the Detroit Free Press. Dave Burkett joins us. Dave, do you know beat writer? I think that's a, an American phrase. We don't have beat writers down here, but I love it. <laughs> no, no one uh, no one covers the rugby teams on a beat like we do up here, huh? <laughs> no. Nothing like that? We probably do the same thing. We just don't call it a beat writer. I, I yeah. it's, it's a great American phrase. But, hey, Detroit Lions, 8-2, uh, second, holding on to the second seed in the NFC. Has there ever been a better time to be a football fan in Detroit? Man, not in my lifetime, that's for sure. I mean, um, look, I've covered this team since 2010 uh, consecutively in – you know, this is the most hype, the most excitement that I've ever seen around the Lions team. And, you know, for good reason. I mean, they legitimately are one of the best teams in the NFL right now. Um, offensively, defensively, special teams, coaching, you know, they, they seem to have a rock star that everyone uh, around the league loves. Um, yeah, it's just there's a lot going right for the Lions right now. And, you know, they're going to be on the national stage and on Thanksgiving Day here on Thursday against the Packers. Yeah, we, we expectations... You know, could you could you foresee eight two after ten games at the start of the season? Where, where was the fan base expectation level? Yeah, I, I think expectations were high, but maybe they've surprised a little bit on the upside here. You know, you you they win won their first game against the defending champs, Kansas City Chiefs, um, on the road, and and you know, I think people started to say, wow, maybe this team can you know can do a little something more than we thought. And you know, coming off the season last year where they were. They won eight of their final 10 games. They just missed out on the playoffs. A lot of people thought the Lions were going to win the division this year, thought they would take a nice step forward here in year three under Dan Campbell. Um, but, you know, again, I, I think when you when you roll up the wins that they have consecutively, when you beat teams as convincingly as they have for a lot of the season, and then you look at, you know, kind of the way the schedule falls and, and what's happened around the rest of the NFL, all of a sudden the Lions look like they're legitimate Super Bowl contenders. And this really is the first time – you know, in my lifetime, I think we've, we've ever been able to say that. Oh, so awesome. Your head coach, Dan Campbell, you touched on him. Um, How has he managed to change the culture in the locker room? I know winning is probably the best thing to change a team's culture, but what's attributed to head coach Dan? Yeah, um, it, it, look, it's a chicken and egg thing, right? If, yeah. if you're not winning, I don't know that it, 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 it changes like it does, but there's no doubt that Dan, coming off what they had, um, with Matt Patricia, that regime, you know, he was a breath of fresh air for the team. And, you know, I know a lot of people have, you know, around the building and, and in the, the franchise have sort of said this, you know, he's just, he is very relatable and he's very honest with, with his players. And, um, 
you know, he's, he's human, right? He sort of embraces his own shortcomings and can laugh at himself. And I think that allows a lot of other people, you know, on the team, it's sort of a top down thing when your head guy can do it, then, then you can do it too. And, and that's just made a lot of people at ease. And I think that's helped bring out the best, best in people. And, you know, the reality is it, it's not just that. I mean, they've, they've put together a pretty good roster and Brad Holmes, the general manager who came with them, deserves a lot of credit for that. Mm. Uh, but Dan and his staff have gotten the best out of these players and there's no doubt he's played a big hand in the success that they've had. And when the Lions, they made that trade with the Rams for Jared Goff two years ago, did you expect him to become the franchise quarterback he's shaping up to be? No, not at all. I mean, I don't think I'm alone in that either. You know, he was, a lot of people sort of viewed him as a bridge quarterback, like, ah, it's going to take some time. They're going to have a couple first-round picks. Maybe they, they get their own quarterback here. They draft someone. Um, and really, for about a season and a half, it looked like that, you know, they would have to do that. I mean, the you know, the first year of the Lions were not a very good team. And um, then, you know, last year, again, they, they started, they just, they weren't a very good team at the start of the season. Golf, you know, he caught fire midway through the season. He, he stopped throwing the ball away, you know, turnovers. He cut down on those. And, and really, he's played some some really good football here. And, and you know, I don't know, he's, um, I don't know how much you've gotten a chance to watch him. He, you know, he's not in Patrick Mahomes' class or mm-hmm. Joe Burrow's class, but he's playing really good football. And, He's definitely established himself in that next tier of, of passers. And I think there's a lot of people now that, that look at that trade and say, you know, maybe golf wasn't the problem in L.A., even though the Rams won a Super Bowl that, that first year that he was gone. Now, team teams that have historically struggled, and like the Lions, the Browns, the Texans, they've seen, they've seen a real turnaround uh, this year. What What's led to the recent change in power of NFL, do you, in the NFL, do you think? Yeah, no, that's a good question because you're right. That you know, it's we were joking about that actually in the press room the other day. That you know, how amazing would it be if it was like a Lions Brown Super Bowl or Lions Bills, <laughs> even though they've they've fallen off. You know, some some teams that have have, have never won it and have really you know struggled for a while. Um, I, I think part of it is just the natural turnover of of you know elite quarterbacks, elite players in the league. But you know, when you lose a Tom Brady, when an Aaron Rodgers ages out, you know, even though he's, he's still, you know, on the Jets roster, but, but hurt right now when, um, you know, Peyton Manning, it's been a couple of years now, but players like that, when they start to, to leave, you know, Drew Brees, then there's just sort of a natural vacuum there that some team has to fill. And, you know, really, I think that's been the case with the Lions in a lot of ways, because, you know, they've had some good years in the past. And in 2014, they went 11 and five and, but no one thought they were Super Bowl contenders or, and people wondered whether they could sustain their success because Aaron Rodgers was still in the division. So they still had this big hurdle to overcome. And, you know, now that he's not there, now that a, a first ballot, you know, Hall of Fame quarterback is not a roadblock to success, mm-hmm. all of a sudden the Lions look like they could, they, could, they could keep this thing up for a long time. So I think that's been the case sort of across the league. It's maybe a dawn of a new era of quarterbacks in a way, Mahomes, Burrow, that, that class, Josh Allen, and that's really opened things up for some new teams to to, to run with some success. Yeah, like it. Um, big Thanksgiving Day game tomorrow. Lions and the Packers. What's the rivalry like between Green Bay and Detroit? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, the uh, look, the, as I said, the Packers for really for three decades, they've been the team to beat here in the NFC North. You know, before Aaron Rodgers, it was Brett Favre. So mm-hmm. they went from one first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback to another. And, you know, so in that regard, you know, the Lions have, have been looking up at Green Bay for a long, long time. And I think fans have, have felt that way. I mean, there's been games here, Thanksgiving games, when it's turned into a virtual Packers home game. And, you know, that's not the case now. I mean, the Lions are the, the toast of the NFL and fans are enjoying it. And it's certainly not a, a hated rivalry, you know, like you may see in, you know, some other sports or markets. Um, but, you know, I don't, don't get me wrong either. The, the Lions fans, they, they would love to, they love to hold this over the Packers heads and, and they've had some success under Dan Campbell against Green Bay. So I know that's, that's very enjoyable for them. Now we don't do Thanksgiving in New Zealand. Um, not because I don't want to. I love celebrating just about anything. Um, what did, what, <laughs> what does Dave Burkett get up to on Thanksgiving? You and your family. Oh man, see this is this is the one downside, I guess, of covering the Lions is that I haven't had a Thanksgiving at home and yeah, really since about 2006 because I, I covered the Lions for a couple years before I I you know went to my current job and uh, then I was you know covering college football for a minute. But I don't. My family goes to my wife's parents' house. You know, her and my my kids will go over there for a little turkey and you know mashed potato stuffing, all the the regular Thanksgiving fare over here. I'll eat that in the press box at the Lions game. And then, you know, by the time I get home at 830, you know, they're probably on their way home. And, you know, I'm I'm crashing into the couch to watch the last football game. So I don't get much of a holiday, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, I guess uh, there's a lot of people that would, would love to be at the game watching football. We've got an American woman that works with us here. Uh, she bought in pumpkin bread today. I've never tried it before. Okay. It is delicious. She tells me it's a Thanksgiving treat. Confirm or deny? <laughs> well, you know, I've actually never had pumpkin bread on Thanksgiving. Pumpkin pie is very popular, but I'm, I'm actually a bigger pumpkin bread fan than pumpkin pie. I like apple pie on Thanksgiving, so... Um, I'll I'll give her the the seal of approval on that if, if she's putting that out for a Thanksgiving you know, meal. <laughs> yeah, so we we got a little bit of taste of American Thanksgiving anyway. Hey, uh, Dave, awesome to chat to you. Awesome that you know you followed this team through thick and thin. This is this is your year to shine. I think I think it's brilliant when teams that have really struggled for a long long time find something, and I can just feel like Detroit. Uh, as as a town, um, the Pistons haven't done much for a, for a while. The Lions might take you to the promised land, eh? Uh, I mean, it's been a uh, like been there's been some lean years here in Detroit, really, since the Tigers about a decade ago, where we're competing for World Series. And so you're right, there's a lot of people that are excited about what this team can be. And Eagles, 49ers, are some good teams that they got to get through. But uh, there's there's some real optimism, some real belief that that the Lions can uh, can be one of those teams that's playing until late in January or February right now. Well, happy Thanksgiving to you, Dave. Thanks for chatting us down in New Zealand here. Yeah, appreciate it. We'll talk to you again.